all jokes aside, I, I really, um, especially during the quarant- early quarantine, you know, everybody was so big on master classes, developing new skills, but nobody really was like, I want to be a better husband or wife. Mm-hmm. And nobody was talking about, you know, working on themselves. It was more the opposite. Like I saw people talking about higher divorce rates and fighting and not getting along mm-hmm. instead of taking the time to kind of work on each other. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And, oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I know you guys have the app and I just wanted to talk about it, let my people know, let everybody know yeah. that, you know, you can come out of this with a roadmap to, you know, how to be better. So, right. That's a good way to put it. Like come out of this with a roadmap. And I remember early when like quarantine stuff started getting real, you know, and we're like, Oh, this is for real. This is no joke kind of thing. But one of my first thoughts was I want to be able to look back six weeks, three months from now and, and go, all right, Seth, how are you acting in early March? You know, in April, Were, were you acting a fool? Can, are you going to be able to look back? Well, no, you are going to be able to look right. back because I decided that, okay, you're going to look back and go, you did this, you did this, you were straight here, you were good. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like almost not having not having any regrets. Like, oh, I wish I'd have done mm-hmm. that or why couldn't I have thought of that kind of thing. It's, it's being intentional about that kind of right. thing. Yeah. Like, to have, be proud having, of how you Having behave. control over it, rather it having control over mm-hmm. you. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, if you want to get started, I guess I have my own intro that I'll add in later. Yeah. But if you guys want to just introduce yourselves and we can just go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't well, know if you're recording that piece that I just said. Right, you yeah. Can, yeah. You can I leave was, that in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, use good. whatever. Do how, <laughs> yeah. whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, well, my name is Melanie Studley. Uh, this is my husband, Seth Studley. He's mm-hmm. a licensed marriage and family therapist. And we created the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I guess it was probably four or five years ago mm-hmm. because we had got through this insane time in our marriage where we were fighting, we wanted a divorce. I gave Seth a black eye. Like it was really, really, really bad. Mm -hmm. And when we were in those hard times, we could not find any resources that we felt resonated with us. Everything was like really picture perfect. Like all the marriage resources were love your husband, respect him, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what do you (laughs) do when like, I literally gave him a black eye and wanted him to leave me. I was treating him so badly as a method to get him Mm -hmm. to leave me. Where's the book for that? So that's why we made our show. And and that's honestly too, why we made our app. Mm -hmm. But why don't you introduce yourself? Sorry. Well, (laughs) yeah, like Melanie said, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and have been doing that for about 12 years. And when we were going through all this stuff, it was like, Yo, you're a therapist. You shouldn't be having to, having right. to deal with right. this stuff. And but we all do. We all got our stuff that we got to deal with. And one of the number one lessons we learn from coming out of all that crap is she's not going to make me happy. You know, I mean, right. ultimately, like me as a man, as a person, she's not going to make me happy. I have that in myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so right. uh, if I'm looking to her to like, oh, you got to do this and do this and do that, and then I'll be happy then there's a problem there, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And, and she was thinking the same thing, like, oh, he'll do this, and right. a good man does this, and the husband does this. And I wasn't doing those things. It, it was, and she wasn't happy, but is that, that's not where it comes from. Like, happiness has to come from yourself. Mm-hmm. You gotta be happy right. with how you look, how you think. And if you're not, then you gotta take that, you gotta empower yourself to go out there and exercise or get the mm-hmm. skills to, right. you know, pay the bills or, right. or whatever, right. you know, to, to, to be happy. And, um, and then when you get married with you're with the person, it's like, then they can, 
supplement that like okay you're on the you're on the right. happiness journey together if that makes like sense. like icing on the cake right right, right you get it flipped around we think of it backwards yeah. and that's a huge detriment to marriages mm-hmm. right so my first i guess question um therapy like do you feel that every married couple should you know do therapy or should you wait until you see certain things to go to therapy or mm-hmm. like what is your whole perspective on that I, I think, and obviously I'm a therapist, so I'm a little bit biased, but I also have a different view into, you know, participating in therapy myself and then doing therapy with thousands of hours of people and all this stuff. And it, it, it usually comes down to awareness. Like, you know, we all have our blind spots from how we grew up or how culture says this or says that we all have are things that we're not aware about. And what therapy can do is to shed some light on that stuff. Because when you get married, she's going to come at me sideways with all my blind spots. And I'm like, what? I didn't know I did that. And I'm going to do the same Mm -hmm. thing to her. But if you go to a good marriage therapist or a counselor or a pastor or whatever your jam is, right. They're going to ask these questions, especially for like premarital counseling and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. You know, that, that, that good therapist or good book or whatever is going to say, Hey, have you ever thought about this? And sometimes you're like, no, I've never thought about Mm -hmm. that. And then sometimes the things that we don't think about come up in uglier ways down Mm -hmm. the road in our marriage. So it's like my advice would be, yeah, get that head start on your marriage. Go do some ask, get somebody to ask you some tough questions so you don't have to go through them and get blindsided later on. Yeah. Well, you said something that I want to touch on is you said it sheds light on things, right? And the image that kept coming into my head as you were talking was when we, and I've never thought this before, but when we get married and we haven't had therapy or even just sort of self-education around things like therapeutic ideas or right. self-help stuff, it's almost like, so we recently moved into this house. It's literally like when you get married, your wife and yourself, you're moving into a house together, but you never turn the lights on. You don't know where the bed's going to go. You don't know where the boxes are going to go. You don't know where the forks and the spoons are going. You're just kind of blindly hoping that you put them in the right spot because you are too afraid to turn the lights on and look at stuff for what Uh, it's worth mm -hmm. or what it means or why it's there and what a therapist can do or just therapy education. So like our app is literally therapy education. It's not like you have a problem, go fix it. It's just learn about why we do what we do. And when we do that, we turn the lights on and we say, oh, there's a giant chair there. That's what I kept running into every time. And that chair might be, I was abused as a kid or my mom had anxiety and I didn't realize it. Mm -hmm. So I think people are really afraid of getting therapy. I think it sounds too scary. It sounds expensive. It sounds whatever, but you can educate yourself. And I think everybody should do that. Whether they go to therapy or not before Mm -hmm. they get married, that's up to them. Educate, right. Right. So for you guys, you said it was four years into your marriage when you guys finally did therapy or. Well, we had their, we did some premarital stuff. Pre-marital but it was counseling. Kinda, our premarital more, counseling was terrible. Yeah, I, yeah. I, we did the, the, you know, of course, we, we go to church a lot. So, mm-hmm. of course, you go through the, the singles class first and then, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. premarital. But as far as counseling, we're in year three, and I don't think we have officially done therapy yet. So, it's mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like maybe it's time to, even though we don't have severe problems, maybe mm-hmm. we need to go before we do yes yeah so we're we're equipped before we get there like you said you don't want to be walking into stuff 
that you could have shed light on a long time ago. Right. So, mm-hmm. right. Right. And then when you said that, another analogy came to my mind is that when you learn to drive, did right. they give you your license before nope. <laughs> road testing right. or after? You have to go and learn all the rules. Right learn what to look out for. Like when you're taking that left turn on the whatever, like here's the 10 things that could go wrong. Right. And it's not like you go, no, 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 don't tell me those 10 things. Mm. I'd rather find out the hard way. <laughs> like right. like right. we're putting the cart before the horse kind of a thing where, and, and, and I think what you said earlier, like when COVID started happening, people did master classes and learn how to cook and learn right. how to write a book and no mm. marriage stuff is so boring. Nobody cares about it. Nobody but cares. everyone is impacted by it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I, so I'm glad that you brought it up because that's been my biggest problem with marriage resources for years is they all, I'm not, I'm going to say this, they back then, so many right. of them were so boring. I don't care at all. You're not funny. You're not catching my attention. You're not right. telling me anything new and the stories aren't real and this is not helpful. So now everyone has this idea that marriage stuff is just dumb. Mm-hmm. And it's like, right. and like you said, they were not honest. Like everything mm-hmm. was cookie cutter, and mm-hmm. were, people were afraid of the ugly truth behind marriage mm-hmm. because I think we painted this fairy tale. Like, um, like me and my wife always talked about. Everybody told us to get married. Mm-hmm. They they made it seem happy, but nobody told us that the year one would be a war. Right, <laughs> right, right. People moving into a house together and having to figure out how to survive. It's like. Mm-hmm dropping us like you said dropping us in a dark room and just mm-hmm. figuring it out so right. nobody told us that though they they just like get married it's fun it's loving which it right. is mm-hmm. but nobody gave us the honest truth behind marriage mm-hmm. yeah and even this idea of like family of origin is something we talk about a lot so it's like right. the home that you grew up in right, right. so usually well, not usually, you learn right and wrong from the home you grew up in, whether that's an adoptive home, whether that's you lived with your grandma or your parents, whatever that was. So right. you learn, how does the toilet paper go? What, what time is dinner? How, who goes, do you eat dinner at the table or do you eat at the uh, TV with TV trays? Like, what do you do? Right. So when you get married, you have these two completely different worldviews coming together and neither one of you are taught mm-hmm. that, oh, you can figure out your own you can literally figure it out together. Cause I remember when we got married, I was going to decide where everything went. Cause in my home, mm-hmm. that's what we, what I that's knew. What your mom my did. mom did everything. Mm-hmm. My dad had no say in anything. What kind of toilet paper they bought laundry. I mean, he didn't, didn't care. And so when we got married, Seth was like, why are you so bossy and mean? Cause in his home, it's the complete <laughs> opposite. His mm-hmm. dad does all of that stuff. So right. we aren't taught like, there's a set of skills, just like driving instructions. There's a set of skills that help you navigate that stuff. You don't have to fight. The first year of right. marriage does not have to be terrible, mm-hmm. but right. no one's talking about it in that way. Right. <clears throat> Nobody talks about it like that. And um, like you said, it's because the re- I feel like it's really a, a lack of education mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Like you said, everything was boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make it seem so uh, antiquated and like nobody mm-hmm. wants to participate in like these big bible looking books and mm-hmm. no pictures no you know it's just <laughs> all the marriage books are so boring looking right. you ever walk in the barnes and nobles it's like bland where right. it used to be there now we're getting to a point where people you know like you guys and mm-hmm. other people are writing books that you know catch your eye they have mm-hmm. you know roadmaps for you to follow interactive mm-hmm. but yeah before it was not like that so yeah yeah, yeah, before, I mean, it was just like old people. Right. <laughs> for real, you know, like, you know, people 55 and above who have been married for a minute 
but they don't know they they don't have tattoos you know they're mostly white you know mm-hmm. you don't see any brown people you don't see right. black people you don't see, you know, hispanic people it's like we want to do these resources for like people that we hang out with like mm-hmm. right. people that have tattoos right. like like melanie said like for, for wives that gave them gave their husbands a black eye, you mm-hmm. know, and we're not making light of that. No. You know, right. I mean, domestic violence is real, obviously, but that was um, people don't talk about right. that stuff, you right. know. Right. So, like you guys and other uh, um, who is it uh, that we're we were just on their show, uh, uh, the the Martins, Aston Martins, uh-huh. Kenyon and right. Takara, and like uh, Kev on stage and the Love Art and uh, Miss Kev on stage, like the there it i i love it because it's like opening up like uh-huh. hey let's talk about real stuff that's how it really for is in our yeah. life you know what i'm and saying what's crazy is when we started our podcast we had people reaching out to us who had been in marriage ministries for literally over 20 years reaching out to us and saying hey behind the scenes and this is a real story which is so crazy to me uh it was a, a married couple who does huge church events called right. me i'm not even a therapist mm-hmm. and said my wife is domestically violent to me and my children. And it's been happening wow. for years. Mm. I've never had anyone I can talk to about it. What do I do? And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're standing on a stage mm-hmm. telling right. thousands of people how to have a good marriage while your wife like yells at you, breaks your things, yells at your children, scratches you, and you have the nerve to stand on mm. that stage and not be authentic mm-hmm. and real right. and vulnerable. That to me is, um, it's well, really maybe, damaging. Maybe it's not the nerve. It, it, it talks about like how hard the stuff is right. to talk about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because people, we, we got pride. We got egos. We don't want to lose face, you know? Um, but like, I I found that being vulnerable, it goes, Oh, you're, you're going through that too. Like, yo, you, that happened to you. Mm -hmm. Me too. Let's talk about it. And then we can build uh, like actual relationship and like empower each other up. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we made the podcast. That's why we made the app. It's like, we, we've got to make better stuff, really tangible, helpful, better stuff. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. So back to that call you got, how did that make, like, what is your response when somebody comes to you with, especially you as a therapist as well? Like, how do you, how do you handle that type of call? Like, Mm-hmm. Hey, my, mm-hmm. my wife is being abusive or, you know, I'm thinking about getting a divorce. Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about leaving. Like, how do you answer that initially to help somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, we have people I, reach out to us and we're mm-hmm. not even therapists and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, right. like so how do you guys handle? Well, for, that, first like, of all, you should get connected with Faithful Counseling. So we have a... Um, what's called like an affiliate link with faithful okay. counseling. And so that way you can direct people to counselors, which is amazing. They're a right. teletherapy. So it's online and it's really Ooh, great. Perfect. So we do that because we're like, we can't be everyone's therapist. Mm-hmm. So that's a great first step. But um, right. from, so, so me, I go into therapy mode uh, basically, you know, like, okay, are you safe? Are you okay? Let's talk about this. What kinds of things have led up to that, you know, over the years and, and go through that. Uh, and I think you approach it differently because like I said, I'm a therapist, so I have to have all these, you know, professional kind of standard kind of things. There are like rules and laws that apply to him. Right. So she is not under that because Mm -hmm. I'm licensed and all this stuff. So I look at it differently, but then I'll also bring in some real like personal stories, like being vulnerable, stuff like that. And sometimes Melanie's just like, straight up <laughs> get out of there you know he's right. a, he's the creep uh, or like she can't do that to you kind of thing uh, which right. is which is interesting so right. well and yeah. i think there's a there's phases of it so what you have when someone calls you and says 
I want a divorce. What do I do? You're looking at the immediate moment, the right now. That's what's mm -hmm. happening right now. Mm -hmm. But then you have to go back and say, okay, well, what has been happening that got us right. to right now? So sometimes the right now really is like, no, I am being abused and you do have to leave. Like you right. have to make physical space between you and the person, get counseling, all that. Sometimes the right now though is just almost like pressure that is built up and it's not nearly as urgent as people think. And what sometimes people need to do is just vent. Mm -hmm. Literally right. the word vent means to like release pressure. Right. Go talk to somebody, call mm -hmm. a therapist. You know, I would like if you guys can get connected with Get Faithful, like or Faithful Counseling, it's a great resource. Like, literally, vent with someone who cares about your marriage, right. you'll feel better, right? So, it's hard because there's the sort of immediate, but then also the stuff that led up to it. Exactly. Um, if that makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So, All right. what, what, one thing I was going to ask, like, so I know that you guys have a, a show. Can you just. Because if if we can, we could air this on our yeah. Uh, show oh yeah, too. definitely. Tell us what. Tell yeah. us all about what you do. Yeah. So literally, we are. We just wanted to make. We start off as making YouTube videos about being in a relationship, being Christians, being young, and then it kind of just turned into long form discussion that didn't really fit for YouTube. Mm -hmm. But then we were like, hey, how can we continue to make videos and talk? And then the next step was obviously a podcast mm -hmm. so that's how we got into the podcast world um my wife she still sings i play um you know we serve our church but we wanted to be an example that you can be married you can be young you can have fun because mm -hmm. there's so many people our age especially um in our african-american community that believe that marriage is a scam it's right. it's it's not you know it's not good for your career it's not good for your life um, you got people that want to be married to multiple people. You got people mm -hmm. that believe marriage is, you know, outdated. So we wanted to be that example, be an example that you can live, you can have fun, you can do it being married. Mm -hmm. Right. We yeah. should uh, we should work together and right. create like a whole thing because that is the way that I look at it is like we said earlier, marriage right. stuff has been historically so stupid. It's been right. so stupid mm -hmm. that nobody wants to look at it, read it, watch it. No one cares. Right. right. So then you've got to be like, either uber pretty and like oh look at my marriage blog and my really wavy curly right. hair isn't it amazing and like you're not teaching anyone anything teaching, right? um right and that's kind of what we want to do this model of like no get out there and have the absolutely most amazing life you can because your marriage is because rock solid marriage, right, right? Yeah. like and then that radiates out into your kids the older your kids get the more you realize Oh my gosh, my marriage right. is so important to the health and wellness of my children. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, we're all about it. So I'm right. so glad that you're out there doing stuff too. The most successful people tend to have very strong foundations and marriages. Mm -hmm. Like that's mm -hmm. what we are starting to find as we, mm -hmm. you know, we, you know, we've been house shopping lately. We've been, and these people who have money, they have great foundations. Mm -hmm. They're not just out here you know, mess with a lot of people or right. they, are, they have stability, they have foundation, mm -hmm. structure, discipline, and they mm -hmm. have educated themselves on how to operate in a marriage. So mm -hmm. for us, it just kind of solidifies that we're on the right track and we yeah. want to keep promoting that. Even, even if nobody wants to, everybody likes drama, everybody likes right. to share, people getting divorced and fighting, but we will be marriage champions. We will yeah. right. promote marriage. So. Right. 
And that's partially why we made our app really fun. We did not want it to be like stupid, over serious, boring. We wanted it to be really funny. And that, Mm -hmm. and that's part of like, there's fun stuff to do. There's fun ways to connect, but it's not cookie cutter, boring stuff because people need to understand that there's a better way to do this. Um, And that was one of our main goals, you know, fast, fun and easy to use and never boring. You know, let's talk about the app. So how, so here's the app. I don't know if everybody has it, but (laughs) so of course it's like kind of set up. It reminds me of, I want to say elementary school because it's Mm -hmm. that roadmap feel like achievement, like something Mm -hmm. we do with kids. We see uh, they, they respond to hitting new levels, whether it's video Mm -hmm. games. Mm -hmm. uh, Like my son literally will play a game to get to the next level. Right. That that feeling of achievement and completing something just makes it more fun and interactive. Mm -hmm. So is that kind of how you design the app? Yeah. So one of my goals with, so I'll tell you all the way back year, when we very first started the podcast, I kept saying, there's got to be a better way to get these tools and ideas and therapeutic resources into the hands of people who actually need them. Because in the past it was read a stupid book and carry it around with you. Who's going to carry around a marriage book? Nobody. Right. right? And then, or print it off and fill it out. Who? No one is going to do that. Right. Who has a printer? (laughs) No one. And so I was like, there's got to be an app way to do this. Mm -hmm. And then more importantly, there has to be a way to gamify that to make it fun and to make it like everything is um, in life is that sort of um, it builds up on itself. So when you're learning how to drive, you learn how to do this thing, then that thing, then that thing. So we're used to stuff going linearly like that. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the reason we made a roadmap. You can't just do whatever you want on the app. You have to go through in stages. Also, because if you don't understand family of origin, you're not going to understand how it impacts your family. So we don't want people skipping parts, if Mm -hmm, that makes sense. That was partially how we designed it in that way. Um, But I... I absolutely am obsessed with our app. I, yeah. It's like my fourth child. Right. <laughs> it is something right. I adore. And the whole point is to get people engaged in learning about how they work and how when they work well, their marriage can work well and how when they work poorly, their marriage will not work well. Right. And I can't remember what you even asked me. I got totally off track. Well, it makes me think how you said your kid was playing video games, which ours is too. They go for that, you know, that level up, mm-hmm. right? Right, and, that level up, yeah. Yeah. And as a man, I want to personally level up, you know, in whatever it is like financial and body and fitness or whatever. And then as a couple, I want to level up like, oh, that thing that we used to fight about a year ago, that's nothing anymore because we we got over that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or and now we can enjoy being like emotionally uh, really close to each other and super fun and like loving and intimate and all this stuff connected. So I want to always be leveling up like that and i I believe the app does help you do that Mm -hmm. uh, with the clearing structure which is like one of my favorite things and the clearing structure is a therapeutic tool so it helps you uh, kind of break down an argument or disagreement that you've been having with a partner and it it gets down to your feels it's not like hey what you said was stupid it's like when you said that it made me feel this way and what that reminded me of was this, and this is what I want for myself in the future. This is what I want for us in the future. So it really, mm-hmm. it breaks it down like a pretty complex uh, issue or, or complex idea. It breaks it down and down and down to be like, oh, okay, yeah. now I get you. Now I hear you. Now I right. see in that way, uh, and the, which is super helpful. Yeah, and the clearing structure in particular is so cool because it it is designed to make you not fight. 
So it slows your brain down. You have to answer questions inside the app. It sometimes it will give you options like when you called me an idiot, I felt, and it will have like a Rolodex of options. Right. I felt because sometimes you think you're mad when really you're hurt or you feel right. betrayed or you feel lonely. Mm -hmm. So it gives you these options to look at and you fill out the questions as you go inside the app. And then the best part about it is it generates a paragraph for you to actually say to your partner. So it says that, dear Seth, when you called right. me an idiot, I felt this. And it reminded me of when my brothers used to make fun of me. And I didn't like, right? And so it's really weird. Right. It, go, it, it kind of brings in this more mm -hmm. um, all-encompassing like humanness. questions right. the questions. And then it, it says, how can we talk about it? What I really wanted was instead of you calling me an idiot, was to let me help you or whatever it was, right? Mm -hmm. right. And it gives you all the tools you need in one little easy to use package and it is it is seriously marriage changing you can use it actually with your children you can use it at your job it's an amazing amazing tool mm -hmm. but if you were to just explain it it's a therapeutic tool right. fill it People, out on the yeah. no one <laughs> right. would do it right no one would do so, it so who is it targeted for is it for couples dating is it for people about to get married is it for single people trying to you know work on some stuff before they get in a relationship so what's the target all all the above yeah you know everyone everybody <laughs> can use it just like the clearing structure anybody and everybody can use the clearing structure not only for but he means the app i think i know but i'm yeah. just using an example like uh, even even for negative things you can use it as positive things hey melanie when you did that it made me feel like a man it made me feel awesome it made me feel like i felt when mm -hmm. you know i won that award for you know basketball oops 10 years ago or something mm -hmm. like that you know right. um, but the app is obviously targeted towards couples that are you know seriously dating engaged and have been together for a minute mm -hmm. but we have singles that use it oh too. yeah we have because people who aren't even in relationships who just want to have they yeah. want to be prepared like t the driving lesson analogy right. they want to know mm -hmm. what are the pitfalls what to look out for and how to be the best potential spouse for somebody which is Ooh. awesome mm -hmm. yeah so i know that the app um I, it's it has a free portion but there's also mm -hmm. a premium portion mm -hmm. so what do we get with a uh, the difference like the premium portion has more um, education in it so okay. let me I didn't even think I said this but we pulled in different therapists and interviewed them in our app so we have uh, dr. Matt Eschler who is a therapist out in Utah we have dr. Corey Allen who is a sex therapist out in Texas, Texas yeah. and when you pay for the premium version you get more of that education basically okay. is what it is and I think there are some tools that are in the premium version but I can't remember <laughs> we changed it uh, we've changed it over the months, so right. I can't quite remember, but it is. It's just more of the educational stuff right. that's out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, look, um, I didn't want to keep you guys all day. <laughs> so, uh, I think I only told you 20 minutes, but whatever. Uh, no, no, uh, keep on. Good. We're it's enjoying this, though. <laughs> so, let's just, uh, I guess, kind of close out, like, let people know, like, what, what you guys have coming up, the mm -hmm. podcast, the app, mm -hmm. and then we can, we'll be done. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we, we did have a couple of conferences that we were going to be speaking at, but COVID kind of yeah. oh, yeah. sidelined all that stuff. But in July, we are going to be at the uh, the Love Hour conference. With right. um, if you guys, if your listeners know who Love Hour conference, like Kev on stage, Miss Kev on stage, Melissa Fredericks, uh, uh, Fanika Friend, mm -hmm. all kinds of people. Amazing um, people. It was going to be this huge thing down in Atlanta, which we're so bummed that we're not getting to. But there's going right. to be an online uh, version instead, and that's coming up. I think uh, July 10th. Or so, and it's a three-day thing. There's like ninth, tenth, and eleventh, I think. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, just just go to loveourconference.com and uh, find that information. 
out. What else? Um, we're, we're just speaking, doing the yeah, yeah, we're we're working on different things and branding and all that stuff. So we don't have much Ooh. going on because mm -hmm. the COVID stuff took our events away. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. your your listeners can catch us daily. We do a, a yeah. Anatomy of Marriage radio show daily, AOM Radio, which is every day on Instagram Live and on Facebook Live. And we uh, publish our podcast every day. You can yeah. get that on um, any podcast whatever like wherever right. you listen to your podcast you can mm -hmm. find it um and then we have our website which is anatomyofmarriage.com mm -hmm. and if people want to ask us questions they can send them to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com and we answer them on our show every single day yeah sounds yeah. great and what time is the show it's 7 30 uh 7 30 a.m pacific time oh, yeah. We're, yeah. we're west coast right. cool yeah. yeah i'm in louisiana so that's 9 30 for us oh yeah there you go okay there we go yeah, we were uh, just we were just in in South Carolina right. and then down on the coast and stuff. And man, I've I've been to uh, Louisiana a bunch of times. There must be great food there, huh? Great food. Of what's course your, there is. What's the food you have to eat? Mm, I'm a seafood guy, so mm -hmm. anything with seafood, but definitely like the crawfish etouffee. Yep, <gasps> that's probably my favorite. Yeah, is a crawfish the same thing as a craw dad? Yeah. Crawdad. Yeah. Yeah. That and sounds like so a, stupid when I said yeah. a crawdad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What man. is etouffee? What is that? It's like a rice. Um, oh. So it's like a rice and like this. I think it was like a pasta. I don't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. so Keep talking. Really it sounds lovely. Yes. I love seafood. I love all food. So we, we just went to South Carolina and we had a, a big, like low, a low, low country, country boil. boil yeah. So we did cooked yeah. it ourselves, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, all great. of that. Yeah. Right. It's we'll have to come be. out to Louisiana, throw an event, right? Invite us, hey. and we'll eat. As soon as this is over, we're trying to do everything. So do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, well, yeah. Awesome, thank you so much for having us on, and no we're just we love what you're doing, and oh, it's exciting to share what we're doing. And yeah, right. again, we need to partner and do definitely. Let's let's talk yours. about it. Let's do mm -hmm. it. Yeah, that's good. Real. Thanks, guys. Um,